What's up, what's up, what's up? What's up, what's up, everybody? Another another edition of episode of Good Stories. And uh it's like this is our new this is our New Year's uh edition, right before New Year's. Yep. But you guys will probably hear about it after New Year's. So we just wanted to welcome everybody out. Welcome everybody. My name is Leroy. My name is Hobart. Oh, Hobart, tell me how you got your name, Hobart. Man, till this day, my parents still say that uh, it was in the baby book years ago. I was like, what does that mean? Like, I've never heard of Samoan named Hobart. Jeremy, you ever heard of Samoan named Hobart? No. He said no. My mom said it's uh, to be great. Only Hobart I've seen is on the mixer. Yeah. I, well, I said, did you guys uh, have a date in the kitchen somewhere? Mm, interesting. Because so, I always get that, that same question. Like, where they get Leroy? Yeah. Because. Where they get Leroy from? I think my mom and dad said it was out of a book, too. No, I'm just playing. I, <laughs> no. No, no. I, I really don't know. I, I actually haven't even asked them what, where they got the name from because nobody in our family's name is Leroy. Don't. Don't. No. Whew. So tempting. So Even tempting. though Big Buddha tells my my kids that I was named after him, that is false. Shout out to my cousin, Big Buddha, Big Leroy Buddha. Till, doing big things. Fox 13. Fox 13. Yes, sir. All right, so it, and just just to get things started, we we uh, are missing our third host. Yes. Strons is under the weather. Yep, get better, Strons. Weak bubble gum. That's why I told him, man, you got to drink that ginger and lemon water. Yep. There's a, there's a drink, too, that... My mom was telling me that Samoans drink. I bet you never know what this is. It's a leaf that grows up on the coconut tree. It grows up and around the coconut tree. You know what that is? No. Fufu singa. Oh. All you Samoans out there, don't, don't say oh, like you know. <laughs> All you Samoans out there, like old school Samoans, they know. Fufu singa. Fufu singa. Oh, fufu singa. Oh, laugh about it, but it might save your life one day. Bro, do you even know what it does? It brings healing. Yeah, so like a lot of kids in the South Pacific, they get eczema, like dry skin. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when my son was born, he had like dry stuff around his ears. And yeah, they call it papala. And they used to crush it up and they boil it and then they rub it like a paste on it. I might be wrong, but that's what my mom told me. That, that could be a good story. That's what the show is called. <laughs> yeah, baby. So uh, that's Jeremy. That's Jeremy in the back right what's there. What's up, that's our, Jeremy? It's our producer right there. Helping us out. Putting it in. Hope easy. So anyways, today we got a special guest that's coming up. His name is Keenan. Keenan Brown. Keenan Brown. So, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I didn't really know who he was. Uh, until I heard his music. Why wouldn't you know who he was? Because I listened to like, you know, Depeche Mode, like yeah. that, you know? Yeah. I listened to like old school 90s rock, you yeah. know? Yeah, I get down with that. There used to be a, a punk club that was up here in Salt Lake. Jeremy probably heard of it. It's called Speedway. You ever heard of that? It was a punk club. I used to no. frequent that spot. Really? All the time. You know, had uh, cheap fries over there. No, no, no. No? Speedway was like a, a speed rock punk place. Anyways. Anyways. 
Yeah, hey, so uh, I think we're fast-forwarding a little bit. How was your uh, Christmas, brother? It was good. I spent it alone. My family's in Laie, Hawaii. Left me alone by myself. Probably uh, for good reasons. So I had to work, and so I'm glad my, my family's out in the North Shore enjoying themselves, being yeah. home for the, the Christmas bowl, and, and my wife got to be able to celebrate with her high school as they won state championship in Hawaii, Koku Red Raiders. Shout out to the Koku Red Raiders, my nephews that were playing. Great job. But I spent Christmas with my mom. We had the full Samoan menu. I helped my cousin that's sitting across from me. <laughs> he doesn't know how to cook Samoan hey, food, so he borrowed my now. steamer. I know now. Borrowed my steamer, and he, he steamed some fuspovi. Yeah. And it was a mean, some mean fuspovi. But you know the thing about fuspovi and things about spe- steaming fuspovi? What? You can never overcook and oversteam fuspovi. So that was kind of like showing him how to make toast or boil water. It was pretty easy. Yeah, you put me on game, bro. So I appreciate that. You put too much garlic on that, but I just thought I'd let you know that. Next uh, time, just put the cloves in there. <laughs> Don't put the mints. Just put cloves. You know, You know, sometimes you got to work with what you got, baby. You know, like when you do lamb too, Yeah. just poke the knife in there, stick the whole clove in there, and then throughout, like maybe 10 cloves, depending on how Man, big it giving is. giving that secret away, bro. And then when you put it in there, because a lot of people, a lot of our people are diabetic because they eat too much salt. So you don't even have to season after that because then the garlic infuses into the meat or the lamb. And when you take it out after it's steamed, tastes like butter, baby. That, that, you didn't even have to chew it, huh? You it. Here we go. So anyways, I'm just happy that, you know, I was able to help his family out. So if there was ever a, you know, time where he didn't know how to cook anything, the kids were starving, he can always steam some corned beef. Yeah. No this problem. is my guy. We this had, is my my sensei in the kitchen. No, 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 no. I just I just like to share a little bit of you know survival tips. People Ooh. that you know survive. So, uh, so you're saying survival tips is making bovi? No, just learning how to like. Okay, so if there was a a total power out and you couldn't cook anything, you have a propane oven, propane gas. Got a steamer, put some water in it, and you can steam. Let's I can name twenty things that you can steam. You can steam chicken, potatoes, carrots. You can even steam rice. That's how you make it. Put a little bit of water, put yeah. it in a pan, put it in steam it, put it in the steamer. Sticky rice, baby, but you gotta soak it first. You can even make desserts in a steamer. Like what? Bread pudding. Bulingi. Man. Put you on game like Man, your your wife must taught you a lot, bro. Hobart, you don't you forgot who my parents are? Did you ever eat my mom's pineapple pies? Yes, you have. You ever ate so my dad's pisua? You don't even know what pisua is. My father-in-law makes that, man. Yeah, but what is it? That's that some more bubble you can, gum. Baby. But what you can eat it, but what is it? It's uh tapioca and sugar. And how do you make it? You burn it, baby. Okay. You've been eating your father-in-law's pisua then. Shout out to Uncle Vingy. Yeah. Feeding my cousin because he don't know nothing about <laughs> Samoan food. He couldn't even make palusami. The staples in Samoan food is taro, corned beef, fai, green bananas, and, and pork. Yeah. And out of those three, you just, and you're 40 something years old, you just learn how to make corned beef. Shout out to Thank all you. the non cooking, eating McDonald's. Thank you, corned beef police, baby. Thank you. So I even brought my cousin 
some coco samoa. Hey, you know, since we're on the since we're on some food right now, I just want to send a shout out to Savage Fish yeah. out in Provo. They're about to open up their new location in Orem. Okay. Right next to uh, if you guys ever been to Joe's Diner, you should you should go there. Joe's Diner right next to Asa Ramen. They're across from Trader Joe's next to the mall. But they're they're about to open up their poke I'm, place and I'm gonna go check it out. So bro. I I like their 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 poke, but the thing that I liked the most when I went today was Charlie had the best customer service. Shout, okay. shout out to my nephew Charlie Prescott. Right on, Charlie. Because like I said, with no aloha, you get no shakas, and he was a ten shaka day today. One. So I ate my whole bowl, and then I brought my cousin son. Hey, What'd you I think? Appreciate it. It was really good. It was, oh, no. I gave you a little mix. It had some soyu in there and some spicy yeah. tuna. So the yellowfin tuna was the spicy. The spicy goes hard, baby. Yeah, on top of some hot rice. Yeah. And my cousin, he don't even know how to use chopsticks. It's all that. What? What's going on? Everything chopsticks okay? police. I'm just saying, like, you know. Food tastes better if you eat it in the, in the, you know, in the way that the people that made it. Wait, wait. Japanese people and Chinese people didn't make raw food. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Sure they did. Jesus. We on that topic already? No, 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 no. But you said fish. Yeah, so anyways. 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 What, what, what we got up? So. Uh, we're actually going to talk about. We, we were going to talk about the bowl season. We were going to talk about recruiting. We had, you know. Kaylin Hall that was here last week yeah. and QB1 and we had some kind of a technical difficulty. And I think it was my fault. It's all right. But KL was my roommate, so he'll come back again and explain yeah. his views on what's going on. We didn't really talk about football. We were talking about his conversion story into the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And then we talked about how recruiting changed. So earlier this week, we had a, a couple people reach out to me, parents, and they were kind of frustrated that the recruiting, the, the the high school recruiting, um, what should I say? The flow of high school recruiting has kind of changed. In what way? Well, they were talking about that, you know, these coaches and people were making themselves available to these kids where they feel like they're not being available. And a lot of it probably has to do with COVID. Yeah. But... I had to explain to them there was a couple, like, steps now that have been added that have gotten in the way of recruiting. And I, I know Kaylin talked about this a little bit, but we'll just get this out a little bit. <coughs> so before, when kids out of high school would get offered, coaches would wait for them to commit. Okay. And usually that's what they would want to do. And if kids didn't commit, they would be filed back. And every school is different. So be filed on this board or whatever, however the school files them as non-committal. I mean, non-commits and committed kids. So each school has about 20 to 23 scholarships every year. But now with a lot of the different changes in the coaching world in college, a lot of these kids have jumped in the portal like, like my son did. Yeah. So, but when he was in the portal, there was probably, and this was back in November. This is to show you, like, within the, how the change has happened within the last three months. In November, there was probably 100 kids in the portal. 
One day this last month in December, 381 kids were in the portal in one day. Wow. There's a there's over a thousand kids in the transfer portal right now out of high school. I mean out of college. So wow. here's the dilemma. You got a great kid. And I told this to my son, when you get to college, six five, you know, six six, three hundred pounds, you're a dime a dozen. Everybody's six six, three hundred pounds. So now what the, the problem is, if you got a kid that wants to be offered out of high school, he's now competing not only with the kids in high school, he's competing with kids that have college experience, that have played college. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I can tell you right now, I think somebody said, you know, with, I don't remember, it was like 160 D1 schools, 10 college uh, coaches on each staff, which makes like three, I don't know, but for like 600 college coaches to reach out to thousands of, um, you know, high school kids, it doesn't happen. So I had to tell these families that there's a new like level of recruiting now that involves the, I mean, it's not new, but it's just the transfer portal has now become where a lot of these coaches and schools are looking at first. So what do you say to parents out there that's in the portal? They got their kids in the portal just to help them out on how to make their kids stand out. Oh, you're talking about kids that are in the portal? Yeah, right now. Well, I was talking about kids in high school kids. Okay. I was talking about parents that they're feeling that the kids out of high school are not getting any love. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, I mean, as far as... So what do you say to those parents you know? I, ju- I just had to explain to them that the reason why they're probably not getting as much attention that they were with kids before in the recruiting process because the kids that are now entering the transfer portal are five four three star kids and who already have been playing in the d1 power- a lot of these kids are power five kids yeah and so a, a perfect example that kid um the what is that? The Texas kid that went to Ohio State, the quarterback, he went there, and then he decides to come back. He was a five. I think he was the number one kid, one or two kids in twenty twenty one class. So any quarterback that's below him in college with college experience, and if you're a college coach, would you pick a kid that needs to be developed, or do you take a kid that can play now? Remember, yeah, college football is a business. Yeah, you're right. You're right. College football is a business, and if you don't win, you're out as oh, a college yeah. coach. So, yeah, I, I mean, basically, I told them that do whatever you can to get your kid prepared to play day one. So, if you're a recruit, a high school recruit, if you're a high school recruit, and you are wanting to play college football, there's nothing wrong with going to a JUCO route, yeah, or D two or D three because. If you're good, they'll find you. And I know you want to play in the big stadiums and on ESPN and all that stuff, but, you know, it, you got to know where – I mean, you got to be in the game. It's like if people think, oh, you're never going to win the lottery. Hey, I got to buy a ticket. I got to be in the game. You got to be in the game. Yeah. So don't say, uh, I don't have an offer from a D1 or a Power 5 school. Hey, there's a lot of greats that made it D2, D3, and came from JUCO, did yeah. that route. So – Definitely. The key is free education. Yes, sir. And uh, 
Also with sports, with our peoples, not only sports, we got talented people out there, such as singing, dancing, um, entrepreneurs. Modeling. Modeling. Like, there's a lot. But we got somebody special tonight. Yep. Who we got? We got Kenan Brown. Oh, I thought you were going to say Junior Miley. We've been talking about Junior Miley for the last four weeks. Junior. Is Junior on there? Because we got we got people that live in this state, but we got to call international. Man, people, I like the. Man. I feel I feel real humbled that Uncle Alem Mattel is on here, and he he said this is some good information. So I I appreciate that because he's one of the guys that are at the forefront of what yeah. Polynesian athletes is all about, and he especially here for the state, but even nationally, Polynesian kids would not be where they're at. I believe if it wasn't for Alem Mattel. So yeah. shout out to Alimatel and all Polly and all, all things they polys. do. So anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You didn't cut me off at all, my brother. Just looking Always at the Always got to give the shout outs to where the shout outs need to be given, you know. But anyways. Anyways. Um, anyways. Anyways, uh, I guess we're going to. Yeah, we're going to. We're going to call down in Australia. Yeah, so our special guest is from. Uh, that's Jeremy right there. Yeah, Jeremy. Our special guest is coming in from the land down under, and we're going to call him up. He's going to come on this screen right here. Okay. That's our producer on TV right now on the TV. Let's just hope that uh, Let's just hope that our guys uh, put shirts on this time. You know. Yeah, uh, we kind of caught them off guard here a little bit, so yeah. hopefully they got clothes on. Yes, sir. Keenan Brown, you should queue up some music so people know what's up with this latest out. What's up? Hey. That's not Keenan Brown. Up? That's that's not Keenan Brown, Hobart. That's not Keenan Brown. Kenyon Brown, Kenyon, come here. Oh, it's Kenyon. Kenyon. Man, why I got to what? Correct me, Missy. Hey. Yeah. Were we were we saying it like uh, Balani people say it? Like the uh, Australians? Wow, I could see it. I could see the stuff. Hey, you know what? I just want to send a shout out to my my cousin out in Australia first before we bring Kenyon, right? Kenyon Brown on. Well, yep. Miss. Tell us a little bit about what you do out there in, the, in, in Australia before we bring Kenyon on. Yeah. Talk to us, Mace. Tell us what's happening in entrepreneur. Well, I'm, I'm actually a government worker during the week. and then um, Are you FBI? A, Are you a government official? Are you one of those guys that locked down the place? Man. man. Can you guys let me finish? Oh, please? sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh. All right, All right yeah. <clears throat> But uh, I'm a government worker during the weekend, and on the weekends, I'm I'm I, um, I'm a part of it. I'm a part owner of an organization that owns a couple stores and also owns a couple clubs. Mm. And that's why we have Kenyon Brown here because um, he's here to throw yeah. throw off our uh, start our new year. Yes, sir. Oh, can you fly us down what so we can be part of that? <laughs> Meese, come on, Meese, you you can't fly us down. Hey, Mies, can you uh, can you give a, a introduction? Yeah, of, please. Now give, we talk. Give us the introduction of it. And an introduction for for Kenyon Brown. Yeah, bro. Listen, 
He is the hottest R&B artist. Number one on Spotify. Number one on YouTube. YouTube. Uh, um, he just barely released an EP. It's called Kenny Hendrix. Kenny Hendrix. And, uh, um, like almost every one of those songs hit a million already. It's only only it's only been out for like how long? Like two weeks. Two weeks. Nice. Mm. And he said a million almost on every song on the Hey my bro. And he was also the cover of Spotify. <laughs> nice. He's number him and his sister are number one and him and his sister have like they they knocked off Ed Sheeran in New Zealand off the charts. Number oh. one. The trending. The trending chart. Mm. Who's your sister? So, Who's the sister? So, Give her a shout out. Peanut butter. You know that lady love? Yeah. You know that lady love song? Yep. That's actually his little sister. Yeah. Oh, so nice. Man, I didn't well, even know that. I'm okay. done talking for asking questions for you. Yeah, what a talented family. How you doing, Kenyon? I'm good. So how you doing, bro? Oh man, just trying to stay warm out here in Utah. Have you ever been out in Utah before? I have one time, one time, you know, little little turns where I'm doing. West Valley, West Valley. <laughs> yeah. I let people know about West Valley, bro. <laughs> so, uh, used to be from West Valley, bro. He's a, he's a happy Valley boy. <laughs> when, when, no, when's the out, last I've time you've been out in the States? Uh, in bro, the I think U.S. The last time I was there was 2018, just before COVID. Oh, like okay. all the lockdowns started happening. That was the last time I was there, 2018. Or actually, no, 20. Yeah, yeah, sorry, 2018. About that. Okay. That was the last time I was over there. I did a, I did a little tour around, um, mainly the west side, like the west coast, uh, to like California, uh, Arizona, Utah, Vegas, um, Hawaii. Yeah, that's the last time I was over there. I'm, I'm dying to come back. I should be back next year. Hopefully, if everything goes to plan. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so now I'm all in Darwin. Yeah, with that guy to your right, huh? Yep. Big cousin. Big cousin. <laughs> so tell yeah, us, got, uh, uh, tell us, uh, who inspired you in uh, the type of music that you sing? Oh man, um, there's like quite a few. Like Prince was definitely one of them. Um, like right now. Some of my favorite artists is like Ty Dolla Sign, uh, Lash, and one of my favorites. Um, but like all time would be like Prince and Miguel. I got took a lot of like influence from them uh, with this production, and then I kind of like try to mix it in with like the island sound, and then make it you know R and B. Um, so that's easy enough for like the Polynesians to tap in with, but then also like the other crowds to tap in with as well. So yeah. It's quite a few, but those are definitely my mains, like the, the guys that I, I've been listening to the last like two years, three years. But then like when I first started music I was trying to uh, I was trying to mimic like like Miguel sound. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. like the rock R and B. Yeah, but it didn't it didn't, didn't work. Because so, Miguel's like the guy that like I'd listen to him and I'd always cover his songs like when I first started digging. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I started like trying to write clear to him, and then, uh, and I got into like Prince and, and all that. Um, but definitely right now, like, I was trying to blast definitely like, you know, fair artists at the moment. <clears throat> well, <But> yeah. nice. <laughs> hey, so, hey, yeah, yeah. Oh, 
Yeah. But you got this guy, like all his music is all produced by him. Like he, he writes and he produces his own stuff, bro. Mm-hmm. That's talented. Yeah. That's talent. Hey. Yeah. Y'all. Delay. Yeah. That's like you, you hear you hear in clubs and stuff like Ghost writing and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's pretty much it, man, for me. <laughs> okay, now tell us a little bit about your nationality, where you grew up, you know. Um, yeah, I just said someone. I like, you know, pretty cool. <laughs> uh, but I, I was born in Auckland. Born in Auckland, New Zealand. Um, I don't remember much about it. Because I, like, grew up in the States, and I was born, we came here to Brisbane, um, where my little sister was born in the States for, like, a year or two. And then I, I moved to the States when I was, like, like five years old, and I grew up out like pretty much California my whole life until uh, high school, and then I came here and finished high school. Too. Leroy's gonna try to tell you he's from uh, California, but he's really from Hawaii, bro. <laughs> he's he's gonna say he's from LA, but he's not. No, 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 no. He's he's a light No, no, no. I was just gonna ask you. So, what is the difference? I don't believe anything he says, Kenyon. Don't don't believe anything that that he said. That. I, I could tell you a few things about uh, him too. You know, he's so, not from Compton. He's from like Clearfield. Clearfield, but Clearfield. Hey, so, anyways, what what I wanted to ask you: tell me what the difference between growing up in the states, especially in LA, and then coming to to Australia. What what is the biggest difference you saw as far as like? Yeah, as compared to like growing up. Yeah, yeah. That's like, yeah, 100%. Like, the difference between, there's a big difference, like, between growing up in the States and then growing up in, in Australia. Like, the environment's just so different. Um, like, when I first moved here, me and my brother, uh, we, yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't, like, I wasn't a big fan of it. Like, it, it was a whole different world. Like, just everything, like, from the infrastructure to, like, just the, the way people talk, not even the accent, just. Like the way people talk, the the humor is very different, the food is very different, the weather is very different. Um, but it's just yeah, it's one of those things like you gotta. I I can say so much about it, but like like food. You come, like let's talk about like the food. Like sorry? let's talk. Let's talk about like the food. Like what was different? Like uh, like I don't know what part of California you from, but uh, I, I, you eat chili cheese fries yeah. versus fish and chips and yeah. shrimp on the barbie. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, here is trip on the barbie. <laughs> that is the most Australian ever, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because people from the states, that's all we know. Like we know Crocodile Dundee. You know, yeah. I mean, like kangaroo is a is a is a you know a dish out here. You know, Gross. like people wouldn't expect that. Pass. Eat kangaroo out here. That's a big pass. Yeah. Bro, that's right. Here. Pass. Hard pause. Hey, but one thing I gotta say, like, it's just weird because you go to a gas station out there in America, and like, you you would see like hot dogs, and, yeah, and like even nachos. For over here, you go to a gas station over here, they got meat pies and they got meat pies, rolls. Uh, that's pretty much some whack ass donuts too. They got yeah, their donuts are not the one out there. That's the <laughs> one though. Their donuts is yuck. What what what? Donuts what, what, is disgusting. What what about like uh like what about the corned beef? Because you know that's 
that's that's a staple yeah. out here. You know? That be hey. super. But one thing I will say, one thing I will say is the island food in Australia is top notch, next level. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. That's, it's A1, man. It is. I'll give that to them. Like Australian, especially, bro, New Zealand's a different story, though, when it comes to island food and, and meat pies. Oh, bro. Like, Australia is good with that, but if you go to New Zealand, it's even better over there, um, yeah. food-wise. What because, do you miss in the States? What do you miss in the States, uh, food-wise? I miss everything. Everything about it, like I miss my family, like I miss just all my family, my friends, um, like the lifestyle, like it's a fast. I mean, California, it's a fast lifestyle. So, because uh, I, I like that type of stuff, I like um, you know keeping up, you know, keep the pace, keeping the pace up. Whereas here, it's very chill, very slow. Like it's not nothing wrong with that, but I'm always trying to be on the go and stuff. But I miss like I miss all my family, friends. That's like it's just everybody that's over there right now. Okay, man. That's yeah. and I, and I think that'll be hard, but because especially we've been hearing that you guys been on lockdown that whole country, you know. So are yeah, they letting? Can you guys fly out? No, we're lockdown. talking Taka. They're on lockdown for, for like forty eight hours, bro. No, forty eight. Yeah. These guys was locked down. Forty. Yeah, how long? Were, how long? We're locked down. We've been locked down for two years. I know, but can you guys fly out now? Like, are you guys able to fly to the United States? You can you can travel oh, yeah. as as of this month, December, like just the first month in the last year and a half that you can travel interstate. But for the last year you were able to travel overseas, but you weren't able to travel to the state next door. It's stupid. That's and then crazy. if you come back come back from overseas, you gotta quarantine for like two weeks. But then yeah, it's just it's weird. It's been weird times. Because I know in the States it hasn't been too like lockdown, huh? Hey, can Not I Utah. ask you guys a question? Not Utah has a big But you broke up, Missy. What's up? Are you guys vaccinated? Well, oh, you, not yet. No, we're, we're in line no, right now. We're not. Yeah. Uh, they they ran out of stuff on our block. Yeah. Well, you the vaccination police or what? Hey, let me just tell you this, Missy, Miss, Miss. We hey, you guys listening? I want you guys to hear this very carefully. The, the boys on our block and the boys from our family, we hard to kill. Now so, me? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm just telling you that right now. Bro. The kids from our block, we hard to kill. <laughs> so. Hey, COVID, this is nobody. <laughs> hey, uh, COVID ain't present. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kenyon, uh, speaking of traveling, tell us about that, uh, yeah. that last trip that you took that went viral. Oh, community of mud bugs. What do we? Where did you go? Where did you go? And and uh, tell yeah. us about the people you perform for. Yeah, so I perform for like a, a how was it? First Nations, uh, the Aboriginals, the Indigenous people of, of Australia. Um, that there's a lot of them, especially out in the Northern Territory. A lot of communities that um, you know, full of them. So we went out to a community called uh, Mudbug. Um, They're Aboriginals. Uh, yeah, but uh, what are we um, in West Arnhem here in Northern Territory? And uh, yeah, it was crazy. How many people were there? Maybe in a, on the it's an island off the coast. There's an island of like 400, bro. And then like 
they have a surrounding uh they have surrounding islands that like bro on a little ass boat bro it takes you like about eight hours dog and big rough seas bro those guys did eight hours on like people travel to come watch this guy bro because they they don't leave like, a lot of people never left that island yeah, like, before bro. they've only seen them on YouTube and stuff. Like, even in general, a lot of people that live in communities, they don't leave their community ever. So they, they uh, like they, all they kind of know is that life, you know, in community or on the island, and they love it. And and when you go there, I see why, you know, they don't have much on these islands or in these communities, but they're content and they're happy with it. So like, uh, when you go out there, it's just amazing, man. Like, go back to the island like you get that like uh it's the same exact way that they are and the same exact lifestyle uh, they're very content with what they have and they're very grateful people so like we went there doing and we did that show and not even just the show just i stayed stayed there with him for like two three days um and these guys man they it was it, it I, I came in as a guest the first day um and then i I left as like a, a new a new son, <laughs> a new brother, a new uncle in in the family, like in the tribe or in you know in the, they call it mob, new mob. They call it the mob. Like that's the that mob. What are we? They're mob. Like they accepted me and they brought me in and made me feel like yeah, a, that's a cool. new family member. Yeah, that's cool. Tell us, uh, yeah. were there any similarities in our culture and their culture? Huh? Any similarities in uh, our culture? Like uh, some of the words are very close. Um, uh, the style of like kill, like yeah, hunting. They hunt a lot, just like us, and we go fishing. Um, and they live off the land on that island. So, uh, everyone, yeah, like where, I, where I'm from, like our people. So, um, going there and talking to them, like hanging out with them and getting to know them more. There's a lot of uh, similarities between our cultures. And I've even asked the, the traditional owners, like the elders on the land, I've asked them, uh, they'd be like, oh, what are you? And I'm like, oh, so And then they told me, yeah, you know, your island, like your people have traded with our people, you know, uh, during our ancestral time. Wow, um, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. You see a lot of similarities, like when you, when you talk to them and in the culture, you know, the respect, respect your elders and uh, uh, you're not allowed to walk in front of the elders or like yeah. people and, there's a lot of it's very uh very uh the culture is um just a respect yeah you know built on love and respect uh and family. families and family. yeah family is a big man and it's crazy like cool and then you meet the dad like a, a dad you know the dad and his brother but you, pr you refer to the uncle the same way you would refer to the dad and vice versa yeah like the way they call each other family is very it's, it's big that's the one thing i'm trying to learn it's like uh Buni. Buni is like a uncle well yeah, their dialect yeah, yeah. yeah their dialect uh, Buni, you could call Buni, which is like uncle or dad um Buni. it could be it refers to Buni. yeah Buni yeah. refers to everybody it's the uncle dad uh sometimes the brother yeah, yeah. brothers yeah. sometimes the brother because those guys they they believe if the if uh the their their biological dad was to die, like the uncles and brothers would we'll be the them. next ones up to take take care of them. So yeah. what, but you wouldn't call a younger guy that's younger than you the same nah, way you would. They would. They would. Oh. Nah. Yeah. They're, 
there's some guys over there that I, I had like I didn't call him, but I found out that that's the uncle. So I had to refer to him as Booney, and he's younger than me. And that's oh. yeah, very normal. That's culture, very man. interesting. Now, do they have running water, electricity, yeah. all that? Bro, uh, hey, bro, hey, ask this guy what he ate over there, bro. Don't tell me you ate kangaroo. <laughs> Let me just tell you this about kangaroos. Kangaroos are right up there with clowns with me. They, they scare me because kangaroos, to me, are big, overgrown rats that jump around. That's all they are to me. And punch you in the mouth. And punch you in the mouth with muscles. Hey, they'll, they'll knock you out. Yeah. If you hit a kangaroo flying at like 150 kilometers, uh, like him a deep. I promise you, that, that's probably one of the biggest reasons I'll never go to Australia because I don't like to see, I don't that's like mice, rats, and to see a, a six foot jumping last, around rat, ooh, that's not, yeah, it's not for me. Or, or, the last thing. or you don't want the there, kangaroo to like, stuff you inside his pouch. Stuff you in your pouch. <laughs> 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 oh, hey. I if I saw Hobart as a kangaroo, oh man, oh, bro, I Misi, will stuff you in my pouch. Missy looked like he had a he has a pouch as a kangaroo. Big yeah. pouch. Hobart kangaroo. Was... Uh, isn't that your horny toad name? Is kangaroo? Who? Yeah. Not me. Anyways, I'm the. Oh, baby. You know, I just think that's cool because if you was there for two to three days and a eight, it took you eight hours to get there. That means. You you were in the middle of nowhere in that in that ocean. Nowhere. And Bro, so we were so we were on board like we can see uh Indonesia from where we were at. So did they drink kava there? Or I mean they have every every tribe got some specialty uh smokes or drinks. What was their ceremonial stuff that they had? Did you guys chew on some beetle nut, you know? I can't stab you, Why? Why? I'm just saying, man. Chewing on some beech nut and yeah. some beetle nut. Or did you uh, <laughs> swing that swing that little thing that crocodile could Dundee no, did? No. Did you guys throw boomerangs <laughs> out in that mug? Hey, you know how you said you're worried about the kangaroos? It's the crocodiles you got to be worried about out here, bro. They don't play around. Bro, crocodiles slip in this behind this guy's house, in the backyard. There's a pond right behind his house, and there's crocodiles in there. Oh, why would you? Bro, do you wake up and it'll be on your front yard. Why would why would you have a pond in the back of your yard, Amici? What 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 possessed you to do that? Why? Uh, it's not back of my yard. So we live in the we live on the golf course and the golf. Nah, no, not even oh, trying to tell Bougie. Why you gotta say you live bougie. in behind of a don't, golf? Don't course. say you're from the hood and from yeah. West Valley, and all of a sudden you live in a golf course, bougie. Huh. So what? I heard no, they but, call you Tiger Boo over there. <laughs> bro, I, I don't even know how to swing a, a golf club, but anyway, they yeah. they got they got pawns and stuff in the on the golf course and they got like crocs that come up. So back on the music scene, forget about the crocodile. I don't want to talk about kangaroos, I don't want to talk about crocodiles, I don't want to talk about none of that. Scare me. But I want to talk about the music scene out in Australia. Now, the top ten guys that are out in Australia, what's everybody what's everybody banging out in Australia besides, you know, your music? Like what's hot everybody's uh, a hip hop or what they what they listening to? Yeah, pop and R and B. They love their dance music out here, bro. So when you guys do uh, your club stuff, do you guys play like club music? Like I think they're into house. House yeah. house music? 
we play uh, we play like all the latest hip hop stuff that's out right now. Now, yeah. the, now the American American groups like Poly groups. What are, what are you listening? Y'all still listen to Fiji? Hell, oh, bro. bro! I'm gonna say this right now. Fiji is literally the he like the, the Michael Jackson of the Polynesian. That dude is a legend. Like he's a, he's a living legend, man. Everything should be good because hey. that's, that's Leroy's own team. Oh, for real? Yeah. Hey, but yeah, even the even the Aboriginals out here. Missy about to get it. Missy about to get it. You know, uh, bro, I like to send a shout black. out to my real OGs, Easy E, R.I.P. Okay. Biggie Smalls, oh, R.I.P. You know, what's up, bro? Um, but yeah, that even like it's not just Polly's that listen to feet like Fiji and the Aboriginals love, love, love Fiji. Like they're dying to see him. Yeah, yeah. they want yeah. Like, so what's up? You gonna get a collab? You gonna get a collab with Fiji? Can you? You gonna get a collab? You want to collab, bro? You talk to him, bro. That's, that's, that's Why? You got Alo Keys sitting right next to you. What's wrong with that? Was Alo Keys sitting right next to you? What's up? Big Alo Keys sitting there. <laughs> hey, uh, Kenya. So uh, tell us, before you start your, uh, before you perform, tell us what kind of songs do you listen to to hype yourself up to go out there and have the bro. best performance of your life? Man. Oh, I've never really actually listened to the songs to hype me up. I listen to alcohol to hype me up. Oi, Sole. Oh. Blame it on the alcohol. I've bad decisions sometimes because I'll be on stage forgetting my words. Oh. So that's why I have to pump the brakes on. Hey, you know, hey, hey, we ain't here to judge. We ain't here to judge. Yeah. Only that guy next to you is the judger. We ain't tripping. Yo. You know, we ain't here to judge. <laughs> Yeah. Foster's you know? Australian long, long, for beer. That's why it's good that you got my you got my little cousin, my my Ubi. What do you call it? The who oh booty. Booty. Okay. You got my little cousin right next to you to keep you in line because right now I want him to bear his testimony to us, but we'll get that on another show. Yeah, we'll get that on the next uh, one. Look, he, about to, me like, he about to confess right now. Yo, 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 yo don't confess. We're not, we not, not your, your bishop. bishop yo, yo, don't confess to hey. us. We ain't your bishop. Hey, you know, bro, keep you... that to yourself before I tell your mom. I love it. Hey, what you and Kenyon do in that pool behind you guys is your business, okay? Uh-huh. Wrestling alligators. Hey. Oh, uh-huh. crocodiles. <laughs> I, hey, you know what? Let me tell you something. The only, can, you got the best person right by your side, especially for security, because ain't no alligator or crocodile in this world could put that my cousin in their mouth in one bite. Yeah. So you ain't got nothing to worry about. Okay. That's a big bite right there. Crocodile look at me. He's like, "Why you? I love no, the crocodile gonna be like, it is la vongi for That's okay. I know. Pretty little king, eh? Yeah, so <laughs> I see it, I see it. I see it. So Kenya man, how do you what feel up? how do you feel about all your streaming going down, all your downloads? How are you feeling right now? Oh, very happy, man. Like, Feel blessed. Um, I've been doing music for like five years, and it's taken me five years to like start, you know, to start getting somewhere. But like, I mean, 
it wasn't like an overnight thing. I'm still I'm still early on. I still have a lot of work to do, but it's a blessing like to see everything going like for me, going yeah. well for myself. Yeah. Very uh very blessed. Like I'm I'm blessed. Um it's just been a good time, especially in the last year. Like yeah. it's crazy. This all happened during COVID, like lockdown. Yeah. Everything started going so so you know, but God's plan, bro. God's plan. And, I, and I'll tell you this, honest truth, I, honest truth that I, I really haven't had a, you know, I just started because Hobart told me we, we first came on and I started listening to your stuff and it's hot. We can't wait to get you out to do our spring, our spring, a uh, good story concert we're going to have. Oh. And we will have me see, uh, we, we just need you guys to come hey, out here, you know, let, let Happy Valley do it for you. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to, yeah, 100%. Like, oh. You got this guy's connect now, like, you're Uso as well, so like, bro, just, when we come out there, because I'm going to go out. Next time I go, this guy's going to come. And yeah. he's going to take me out. He's going to take me out. We're going to get Missy out and let the rebaptize him. But we're going to have him out to us when he come out and yeah. uh, take him to go see some some sights out here. But we're going to get you smashed. Missy, we're going to get him rebaptized. Either way, we're going to have it done. Yeah, we're going to get we're gonna get the right job done. Yeah. Well, Kenya, man, we appreciate you uh, coming on. Bro. We appreciate you coming on with us, uh, letting us interview you. I know you're a busy guy, and uh, the time is of an essence. And, uh, well, we know you got some crocodiles. You got to go wrestle, man. So we're going to let you get Floss back. Floss those crocodiles' teeth yep. and stuff. We're going to let you uh, get back to your day, man. Appreciate Missy, Missy and his crocodile teeth. Missy, I love you. I love you, little hey, cuz. Perfect, babe. Huh? Love you, too. Thank hey. hey, all love, guys. Yeah. All right. And tell Let's, Australia oh, to just, get 5G out there, man. Who's 5G? Well, they need to speed up their Wi-Fi or something, man. man. You know what I'm saying? It was like, like it was like one of them dial tones where I you got to plug plug the wire in. You know, honestly, I thought an Aboriginal guy was going to come on with a bike and he was running and stuff like that to try to get the thing. You know on. what? I bet you they were in the background while they were doing that, man. Hey, but shout out to Kenyon Brown. Everybody yeah. go out and check out his new album, Kenyon yeah. Hendrix. Ken, Download Ken, Kenny Hendrix, and uh, yo, that the first five songs I listened to was fire. But I'll tell you something, I miss my little cousin, but man, he need to get on that lemon and honey diet. Because, <laughs> like I said, ain't no crocodile and alligator on this earth that hey, can put that guy in his mouth. Boy, in their mouth. That, that's, that's a that big fussy right there, baby. They first, all they talked about was, <laughs> man, the food over here isn't very good, but the Samoan <laughs> food. <laughs> No, Boy. hey, Missy said it like this, but the Samoan food was great. Leave my little cousin alone, this short tongue. Oh. <laughs> leave, leave my little cousin alone. Do you guys want to eat sushi? It came on like, <laughs> I kept, I was looking, it almost made me want to stutter watching that thing, man, with that slow. I know, Wi-Fi. man. Australia, upgrade your game. You know what I mean? Tell the, the Aborigines to speed up that man. bike, man. I thought there was going to be a little emoji on there, come on with the little <laughs> aka aka. Hey, so we like to thank everybody for, you know, how, how we doing? Was we, all t- we on point? Okay, so uh, we don't. We'll wrap it up for this week, and yeah. uh, we just like to thank once again our sponsor, Savage Fish. Yeah, opening their new location off of State Street in Orem, right across from University Mall. Thank you, and uh, like to send a shout out to my nephew Charlie. He that was the best customer service I had today. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you. Also, our other sh- uh, our other sponsor, Sticks. Yeah, Lyle Sticks. Shout out to Sticks. Uh, gear, go get it for the New Year's and look flossed up. We got other sponsors out there, but we'd like to thank everybody for coming out. We missed our uh, 
our third host because yeah. he's being get better, a little strong. punk ass. Didn't want to Dang. come. What? Is, man. My man not feeling he could have just came over here and wore a mask. Sorry, un. Yeah, you vaccinized. Right. I mean, Leroy right went and got COVID tests right yeah, before man. he got here. And it said I was negative on COVID, but I was positive of party mm-hmm. animals. Single boys weekend. Here we go. Nice. Here we go. We're signing off. See you guys next week. Yeah, and thank you for everybody for listening to Good, Good Story. Story. Here we go.